0: Hey everyone, and we're back on a Monday check-in episode. I am your host, Sarah Ranguni, and as promised, we are talking about the different stages of burnout one can possibly go through today. So the deal is, I did a lot of research on this topic really to help get me out of this hole that I have been in for, I want to say, almost now two weeks, as you all know. Um, I really wanted to understand What those stages look like. And before I go into detail, I want you to know that these Monday check in episodes are tried and tested by either myself or something I have gone through in the past, things I know close friends and family are still going through. So they're really meant to be more of a health and wellness check in on our mental health because God only knows how much we all need it. And this week, or last week, has been especially hard and heavy for us all. Um, So I think it's just a great day and time of the week to really check in with ourselves. Today we're going to be talking about the burnout stages. And let me tell you, they are real. Last Monday, I spoke about more of the symptoms around what... You would go through potentially if you are in burnout mode right before. So, um, the symptoms are restlessness, not being able to focus, procrastinating, just to list a few. And today I'm going to go through the actual stages. I did a lot of digging on this, and I know last week I mentioned there were four, but I came to find out that there's actually 12. 12, according to Herbert Freud, Freudenberger. I think I said that right. And Gail North. Um, It's actually been trending on social media too. I don't know if anyone's seen it, the 12 stages of burnout. I will include a link to that um, in the description and even add it to my social media page on Instagram. So have a look there. I'm not going to go through all 12 today because it's quite extensive, but I will start with the first six. So the first stage of burnout is self-validation, having a strong sense that you need to prove yourself whether that be to others, to yourself, at work, family, and I think we all go through that no matter what we're doing and what line of work we're in. Whether you're a mom or a um, someone who's you know in a relationship who doesn't have kids or someone who's not in a relationship at all, is this really need to please others at all times? and feeling like we're doing the right thing. And it can be especially hard to get really past this one because it's almost like a circle of never ending doubt. The only person who can really put a pin in this is you. My suggestion would be to figure out why you're doing it. What's the insecurity? Are you worried people may not like you for who you are or what you're doing? Um, What's that doubt? And why do you need validation from others? And it's so much easier said than done. But the question you should ask yourself is, why isn't your opinion good enough, your opinion of yourself good enough? For me, I think it comes down to self-love. I think that's why a lot of us do that. And just realizing that we need to be kinder to ourselves, we're compassionate to ourselves, we're patient with ourselves. I have a problem with this at times. And I like, to really be hard on myself. And I think a lot of it comes down to this imposter syndrome that takes over me. And it's a really slippery slope because it can really play with your head and make you feel like you're not good enough. But what I do to get myself out of that mind space is affirmations. I also do a lot of meditation and just a a lot of kind of check-ins with myself that, hey, it's okay that you're not getting this done you know, right away, things take time, and and I said last week, healing takes time, which now comes to the second stage of the burnout stage, which is you keep working harder and harder to achieve that validation, which is really the insecurity of not feeling good enough. Again, I think that's imposter syndrome, at least for myself. For those who don't know what imposter syndrome is, um, just to clarify, it's not feeling good enough in what you're doing and almost feeling like you're a fraud. So, let's say there's a career path you're on or you know you want to be, you know, a firefighter and you've you've gone through the training, you've become a firefighter and the first week, second week, third week, fourth week you're just feeling like you're not good enough, like you don't know what you're doing, really overwhelmed and constantly doubting yourself and I think what well, you really have to remind yourself Um, In a situation like that, or anything that you're starting for the first time and you know you're good at it, you know you love doing it, there's a passion there, is to remind yourself why you're doing it in the first place. The third stage is neglecting yourself. So, the third stage of burnout is neglecting yourself, which is really the opposite of what you should be doing. So, it really took me a long time to figure this one out. Um, And accepting the fact that there is such a thing as not being compassionate to yourself, not loving yourself the way you need to love yourself to get things done to move the needle. We're all trying our best and at times we all have these bumps along the way. I'm a perfection a perfectionist, um, and I get I get like in the way of myself. So if even one thing goes wrong, that worry and doubt comes in like a storm. The secret to that, I think is loving yourself, being kind, saying kind things to yourself, thinking good thoughts of yourself, and not in a narcissistic way, but in a humble way. Um, for example, it could be, hey, I just worked a 20 hour day and I need a break, and being okay with taking a break, being okay with sleeping in one morning, being okay with just binging on movies one night and not, you know, working on whatever project you have. These are things that you can say to yourself to make it okay. You can do for yourself to make it okay when you're not feeling okay. Stage four is the feeling of conflict and blaming others. It might not happen in that order. You could feel conflicted and really just blame yourself, which is something I do a lot. Um, Whereas I have friends who do blame others. Um, and, And some of that blame is real, but the reality is it's Really easy to blame others for things that you're not doing in your own life. I have this philosophy that no one writes that script of your life except you. And you're the only one who can decide what you want um, and who you want around you. And at times, I get people don't have a choice. You know, there might be an ex that you don't have a choice to be around, or at work, you don't have a choice to be around a certain colleague. Um, But whatever that is there still is this inner conflict of people-pleasing. or, And I think you need to really sit down and ask yourself, how, where's that line that you're going to draw in the sand to standing up for yourself and having a voice? And there has to be a middle ground. There has to be a balance when you do it. You can't go so extreme to a point where you're outcasting everyone and saying, well, it's you know ABC's fault, and because of that I'm going to completely stay away. Because the reality is, personality traits such as ones that bother you or, you know, we sometimes tend to blame them for our own situation. They seem to pop up throughout our lives and they come in all different forms and sizes. And And I don't mean that figuratively, I mean more uh, metaphorically. Having a voice, knowing your boundaries, knowing your limits and telling yourself that, listen, it does not matter what So and so person does. These are my values. These are my core um, philosophies in life. And this is how I'm going to navigate this path and on my journey. Stage five to the burnout mode is you change your values to focus more on work. And this one really hit me because I think this is a really big one that we can all have in common um, with because. We can all use work as sort of an excuse to distract us from what's really going on inside us. Work can be so easy just leaning in and forgetting all the real issues we have. It can also be therapeutic, but up to a certain point. And that's where again these lines need to be drawn. You need to give yourself, you know, an expiration date or expi- expiration timeline and say, "Okay, how long am I going to put off whatever I'm feeling for, because inevitably it comes back, it creeps back into your life. And it's such a bitch because it creeps up right in the most chaotic point of life. It's almost like life's protocol. You know, when you get hit by a storm, it comes, it, it you know, it, what is that, was that saying it like rains and pours. And I think that is the worst time To solve those inner conflicts because you're trying to extinguish all these fires on the surface and now you have this huge one flaming in on the inside. The point is to really recognize what you're doing and how it's distracting you and removing you from creating that peace for yourself. Releasing those toxic and negative thoughts is so important and I recommend taking a pause figuring yourself out, write down a list of things that bother you. It can be anything, anything big, anything small, even mundane, and figure out which ones are at the top of your list. And those are usually the ones that are triggering you towards that burnout mode. And then the rest kind of just falls into place. So sometimes it just takes like, you know, some one little thing to piss you off. Well, it's not actually, and we all know this, that one little thing. It was the feeling that that one little thing gave you. So that goes hand in hand with stage six of the burnout mode, which is relating to work where you're denying your problems because of how entrenched you are in what you're doing, AKA work. Denial is key knowing you're in denial is so important because you can just be working, working, working and not even realizing what you're doing till a mountain of crap really builds up. And you're at that point where I just talked about, you're at that tipping point and you're going to, you're going to crash, you're going to burn. So I would recommend taking cues from those around you. It could be you know, your child who tells you you're never home or you don't have time for me or a partner who is feeling neglected or people around you saying you're always working and you never have time to come meet us. Those are signs and cues that you need to take a step back and figure out why you're doing this. If there's a deadline that you have, that's completely different. Um, We all go into that work mode, but if it's If it's just a regular day and you're working those 16 hours or 12 hours or whatever it is, and you're not coming up for air, there is something wrong and you need to really be aware of that. And the only person that can help you understand that is obviously people around you will facilitate that for you, but you need to be aware enough to understand when that's happening. So I want you to know that these six stages shouldn't feel like you're failing at life or you know your life is spiraling out of control. I know when I was going through the burnout initially, I was feeling like, oh, so overwhelmed and I didn't know what to do. And when I started to embrace it and accept it, I slowly started to take time in doing certain things in my life and forgiving myself for not working, you know, um, a certain night where I should be working on my projects, I decided, hey, you know what? Um, just recently, I binged on flea bag episodes. Um, this is like the third time I'm watching them, but I decided to just watch them again. And um, it was more for work in a way too, to be quite honest, but it was also, I love that show. And I made it okay for myself to do so. I made the time, I forgave myself, I created this World, where I'm like, okay, this is the allotted time I'm going to give myself, but at some point, this needs to stop. So, the real remedy here is to figure out what stage you're at. I've only named half of them. I will do the rest of the the uh, six next Monday, but till then, I encourage you guys to be kind to yourself. Know that you're not alone. We are all in this together. I want you to have a great Monday and the rest of the week. And I'll see you on another episode of Strip Sideways. Till then, don't forget to like and subscribe.